So as Andrew said before, I'm going to do uh, just a couple of different things over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then we're going to get into some Christmas and Advent kind of themes as we work up to Christmas Day. And Christmas Day is coming quick, isn't it? It feels like uh, it's just not far away now. And uh, it was great to have some of your comments about Christmas decorations. Uh, and I don't know about you, I always look forward to Christmas. It is a time full of kind of hope and anticipation, uh, a real sense of excitement, and I love all that. And that all seems like the complete opposite of where we are right now, doesn't it? Where we're stuck in lockdown, we can't go out, we can't connect with people. Christmas normally is the complete opposite of that. And uh, I always think that Christmas is one of those things that seems to root us in, in our our friendships and our community, it roots us into all sorts of things. And uh, today I want to talk a little bit about hope. And Christmas is a time filled with hope, isn't it? It's filled with kind of a sense of nostalgia about how things used to be and how things could be. It's filled with the hope of presence. We, love, we all love presence. It's filled with the hope of Christ. And hope is a huge theme of the Christian message, isn't it? That we have hope. A hope that goes beyond what is around us, a hope that is supernatural and eternal. And I, I just love that idea of hope. And as we, we think about hope, it's important that we recognize that all through our life, we have certain things that ground us and root us in hope. So for, the, for Christians, it's you know, it's Easter and it's Christmas and it's Pentecost. These things are every year the stable, routine things that we, we root our hope in. And I don't know about you, but uh, I, I like change, but I also like stability. I like change under my control. I like change when I'm in charge. That's why I'm a bigger. Uh, but when I'm not in charge, change and uncertainty really start to affect how I feel. And I'm pretty sure that most of you have felt like that over these months of the pandemic. I mean, it's felt like we've never known what was going to happen from one week to the next, even one day to the next. The governments are trying to work out what best to do. They've got economic factors, they've got health factors, they've got political factors to all kinds of bring into the mix. Uh, and sometimes it's felt a bit confused. And confusion is one of those things that unsettles us and actually eats away at our hope. And I want to talk about hope. And right at the end of that passage, there is a beautiful verse. It says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a beautiful verse, a verse filled with the promises of God. And uh, all the bit before that, uh, I want just a little plug I'm going to talk about in our deeper video uh, this coming week. So do please look out for that because it is all connected. This verse seems like a little bit of an add-on to something that's quite different, but it is all connected. But I just want to focus on this one verse today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
you've probably felt over these last months hope kind of ebb and flow as different things happened around you. Maybe you, you felt recently hope kind of just ebb away as we moved into lockdown and infection rates increased. We just, I mean, I don't know about you, I just thought, ah, oh, here we go again. And then hope rise when just a few days ago, there was the announcement of a, of a vaccine that hopefully will change everything. Hopefully. We all put our hope in that, don't we? And hope, hope kind of moves up and down, depending on what's going on around us. And I've been thinking about how that's affected me and how that's affected my sense of hope in God. Because it kind of eats away at that. All this sense of change, fluctuation, just seems to eat away at my hope in God. And you know, hope is one of those things that actually our hope in God should never change. It should never be subject to the circumstances around us because it is, isn't rooted in them. It is rooted in God himself. When Paul wrote this message, he was writing to the church in Rome. And in Rome, the, there were a whole number of temples. They worshipped a multitude of gods. And there was uh, one God called the God of hope whose temple was burned down when a lightning struck it. And they rebuilt the temple, and then just a few months later, it was burned down again. You can imagine they lost hope in that God. But we should not lose hope in our God. Hope of his presence, his promises being fulfilled here and now in this life. The hope of life eternal. These are the things that shape our Christian message and should shape our lives. And I, I love what it says in Romans 5. It says this, And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That's a fantastic verse, isn't it? And it starts, it kind of journey starts with suffering, moves to perseverance. And perseverance produces character and character produces hope. Hope is the end point of all of that. And here in this time where we are all struggling and finding our way through a pandemic, this should be a time where we are building perseverance, developing our character and strengthening our hope. And so as you think about hope and your hope in God, if in any kind of way this situation has been eating away at that, then you need to go back to the beginning and think out, how can I, in this time of struggle, develop perseverance and character? a character that produces hopefulness. You know, we, we talked, uh, I can't even remember when it was, I don't even know who said it, because uh, in this lockdown time, everything seems to be a bit of a blur, doesn't it? But in one of our talks, uh, fairly recently, someone said that we should all be hope bearers. And in this day and age, more than ever, this world needs Christians to be a people of hope. People who are able to stand against all that is going on around them and say, I believe in something that goes beyond all this. 
I believe in the Christ who has set me free from all the shackles of this life, who is able to set me free to move into the future with hope and certainty and security. Because hope should do that. You know, Hebrews 6 says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. There's even a hymn around that, isn't there? Our hope should be our anchor. It roots us in the reality of God, in the reality of what is to come. How hopeful are you today? Has it been shaped a little bit by what's going on around you? Has it been deteriorated in some way? You know, and hope's important. It's, it's, hope is one of those things that's a little bit hard to define. It's more than just wanting something. It's a sense of expectation for something. An expectation in Christian terms that God will act. And the wonderful thing here in this passage is that we don't get hope on its own because hope also comes with joy and peace. That's the other thing that's promised in this verse. Joy and peace. And it all starts with hope. See, when you have a hope that is rooted, it's secure, it's stable, then you can actually be joyful because you are looking at what will come, not as simply what's around you. And you can have peace because you can see what will happen. You know who's in control, and so you can be peaceful because of that. And the other thing I love in this passage is that it's not that just that God gives us these things. It's that we overflow with them. Even when it talks about how God will fill us with joy and peace, the Greek word there for fill implies a sense of going beyond the normal, of more than enough, of abundance. See, when God gives us something, he gives it abundantly. He gives it abundantly. And we are to overflow with hope. So the hope that we have within us touches other lives. And I know that you might not be touching other lives very much at the moment, but you can through a phone call and a text or an email or FaceTime or whatever other way that you connect with people. There are so many ways these days isn't it? we can just connect with so many people. And in doing so, let's be a people who bring hope. But you can only do that if there is hope overflowing in your heart. How do we get hope? There's one, uh, two words right at the middle of that verse. That's actually three words. Trust in him. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the Holy Spirit. Trust in him. See, hope is all about trust, isn't it? If your trust is in politicians and scientists, then I guess we're all going to be disappointed. But let's put our trust in the God of the ages for whom this is just another pandemic he's seen before, who knows what you need at your deepest level, not just superficially, but looks deep into your heart and knows what you need. Let's put our trust in a God who has all things in the palm of his hand, 
who stands above time, looking at all of eternity, who knew you in the mother's womb and knows you now. Put your trust in him. Put your trust in him today. But the second reason we can have hope is this, that through the work of the Holy Spirit in us, isn't it interesting that in Romans 5, that great passage about hope says that it's through God's uh, Holy Spirit, because God's love's been poured into our heart through the Holy Spirit, that we have hope. Hope and the Holy Spirit come together. And maybe today, as you try and trust in God in this time, and maybe right now, it's not for you about the pandemic. For you, it's about something else that's going on in your family, in your life. Maybe there's all sorts of uncertainties that you're struggling with right now that you are just finding difficult. Perhaps for you, the pandemic is almost the least of your worries. But you too can have hope. Put your trust in him and open your heart to the work of the Holy Spirit. You'll pour out God's love in you and you will be filled with hope. A hope of a better future, a hope of eternal life, a hope of all the promises of God being fulfilled in your life. A hope that God will give you the strength and the grace to face anything in your life and to come out the other side better, more Christ-like, filled with the light of Christ, telling a story that no one else can tell, a story of God's goodness to you. We're going to move into a time of worship in a moment. And we're, we're going to move into that song that Andrew talked about called Safe in Your Arms. Do you trust God that you're safe with him? If so, then you can have hope. You can have a hope that goes beyond the circumstances that we find ourselves in. Because your hope isn't rooted in what's around you. Your hope is rooted in Christ. And he is unshakable. There is nothing that can shake him. And as Hattin Tabs played a song, I want to encourage you right now in your homes to open up your heart to the work of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you right now to allow God to move in your heart and in your mind. You know, we do this, we used to do it every Sunday in church. We would pray for people, we would invite the Holy Spirit to come. It doesn't matter whether you're in church building or right now at home. And it doesn't matter if someone else is with you. You simply, in the worship, just close your eyes, open up your heart to the Spirit of God, and he will come. I'm just going to pray for you, and then we'll worship. Lord, I thank you that in you we have a hope that is steadfast and secure. A certain hope. A hope that goes beyond our circumstances and is rooted in you. 
Lord, I pray that for all my friends who are watching this, that the circumstances they find themselves in would not shake their hope in you. In their suffering, let them find perseverance. In their perseverance, let them grow character. And out of their character, let them develop a hope that shines brightly in this world, so they may be bearers of hope to whoever they meet.